out there in podcast land. Thank you for tuning into a very special CSWR. This episode has no numeric assignment to it. Oh, no, no, no. This is a very special, very specific episode where I cover Invicta 47. It was my first cage side media. It was an incredible experience. And here I'm going to go ahead and break down the fights for you, kind of tell you how the whole situation went from my perspective. And uh, yeah, we're just going to go from there. So uh, essentially, the homie Cakes, my girl Cakes, my good friend Cakes, was the driver supreme, took us from the long trek from Michigan to Kansas City, Kansas. We stayed at the beautiful uh, Hilton Garden Inn with all the fighters and all the teams. So literally, as soon as you walked in there, it was a buzz of activity. People were signing posters. People were doing face-offs. It was a it was a hub of activity, and it was awesome. So, you know, we uh, we stayed there for the first night, and everybody was just kind of kind of can't wait for the fights to get started. You know what I mean? So we head over to uh, on fight day. We head over to Memorial Hall, which is a beautiful big event center that they have done uh, events in before. And you know, we get settled in. I get over to press row, and it's time for the fights to begin. Our first fight for Invicta 47 was in the 115-pound division. We had Jennifer Chiang versus Alyssa Lunduska. This one was just a pro debuter versus um, an Alyssa versus Jennifer, who was one in a one and zero coming into it. Uh, early Superman punch kind of seemed to stun, um, seemed to stun Jennifer, and then Alyssa did a nice job working her leg kicks. She had a beautiful level change and a late takedown in the first round. Uh, moving into the second, we had a hard right hand from Jen, seemed to get Alyssa's attention, so Alyssa shot in for a takedown. Uh, she got a, there was a reversal. There were some nice scrambles and there was also some kind of some stalemating on the ground. They seemed to definitely kind of, uh, you know, cancel each other on the ground a little bit, a little bit of ground and pound for Alyssa moving into this, the third round, there was a trip attempt, uh, by Jen. It was reversed by Alyssa. Alyssa ends up on top, landed some GMP. And again, there's a lot of moments of they were kind of tangled up and nobody could really kind of do a whole lot of damage. So in the end, it was Alyssa Linduska getting her, Unanimous decision uh, over Jennifer Chiang in that one at 115. Staying at 115 pounds, we had Fatima Klein versus Sydney Trillo. Fatima was 1-0 coming in, and Sydney was 2-0. A uh, big takedown for Fatima early, took her back. Um, she had a really nice... Uh, a few really nice attempts looking for that RNC. City did a good job of defending. In the second, Fatima had an early body lock takedown, took her back, got the full mount. Sydney reversed it. In the third round, big takedown for Sydney. Fatima got pretty up pretty quickly. Straight right hand from Fatima really seemed to get Sydney's attention a little bit. Uh, then she got on top of her, got some ground and pound going. Was no answer from Sydney, so Fatima Klein got the G, uh, got the GMP TKO in the third round in that one. Moving into one of the more exciting fights of the evening, at least from my perspective, we had our girl Serena DeJesus versus Brittany Cloudy. Great fight, fun fight, a Muay Thai bout. Essentially, it was a fantastic back and forth on the feet. They were constantly hitting each other at range, and then they would clinch, right? And when they were in the clinch, it didn't stop. The action just kept on coming. Serena DeJesus was landing beautiful inside elbows, knees, and then Brittany was doing a very good job with her uppercuts and her dirty boxing. Both ladies showed a great aptitude for landing strikes on the inside, which I think will serve them both really well moving forward. Uh, in the third round, the Serena had a beautiful early 
really early in the third, had a beautiful punch combo of three, four punches that all connected. Brittany had a beautiful uppercut that seemed to um, get Serena's attention for sure. They were both exchanging knees in the clinch. It was a really fun fight, super back and forth. I definitely gave it to Serena, as did the judges with the UD in that one. Beautiful fight for Serena DeJesus, Greg win. Brittany Cloudy, I was very impressed with her. Looking forward to seeing what's up with her uh, down the road as far as her Invicta career moving forward. Moving into 125, we had Janissa Marondin versus Liana Pierosin, two Brazilian fighters coming in. They were the two most experienced fighters on the card. Uh, Janissa at 10 and 4, and Liana at 7 and 4. So there was a 1 2 for Liana early. There was a trip takedown for Janissa. Um, but Liana got right up. There was some jabs. Again, this was one of those deals where uh, Liana was much shorter and trying to work her way inside and Janicia was trying to stand the outside, stick and move. A lot of clinch battles in this one. Uh, both landed some hard punches in the second and the third, but it was, you know, it, I couldn't tell exactly who won the fight. I thought it was very close. It ended up being a split decision. Janicia Morondin got the split decision over Liana Perosin in that one. I hope I'm doing these, these names justice, but I think I'm doing okay on that one. Okay, so let's get into, holy shit. Let's get into the 105ers. Jillian DeCourcy, Lionheart versus Lindsey Van Zant. You know, folks, when we're looking at fights and we're seeing the 105-pound division, you expect some things. You expect speed. You expect precision. You expect a lot of scrambles because it's hard for them to keep each other down. One thing that's not at the very top of the list as a fan watching Adam Waits in the cage is a brutal one-shot, clean KO punch on the feet. But that's exactly what we got. They were kind of looking to get, you know, get inside each other's range, kind of feel each other out for about 50 seconds or so. And then Jillian lands an incredible straight right hand. Boom, knocked Lindsay down. Lindsay, I think, was out. But Jillian, you know, you got to go until the breath pulls you off. Landed a couple more hammer fists. Fight was over. Clean KO in the first minute of the first round. Well, I think it was technically 101 into the first round. But holy shit. That woke up everybody in attendance. Everyone was going crazy. Jillian jumped up on the cage. I mean, you know, you can't, you cannot write a better scene than that if you are in the Jillian DeCourcy camp. And wow, what a finish. So great. Kudos to you. And shout out to Lindsay Van Zant for, you know, showing nothing but respect when uh, she kind of got her wits about her and came back to, and from the DeCourcy camp as well. Total pros, total class on both sides. <clears throat> All right, let's move into our co-main event, which is 145 pounds. We had Chelsea Chandler out of Stockton, and that's what's up, versus Courtney King. Um, Chelsea had a beautiful couple straight lefts early. There was some clinch work. That led to a takedown for Chelsea. She took her back, got back into the half guard. Um, King got had a couple of nice escapes. Chelsea got back on top, got side control. They got up, some more clinch work. In the second round, Chelsea Chandler uh, seemed to lose her balance after a King shot. I don't think she was hurt necessarily. I think she just kind of lost her balance for a minute, but she kind of got her herself together. They started exchanging a little bit more. A nice cut got opened up over Courtney King's eye. I'm assuming from a left shot. I didn't see it land, but she was definitely bleeding over the eye. Then the... Uh, <laughs> Then it was a hard straight from King. Definitely got Chelsea's attention on that one. A couple, uh, she got a late takedown for Courtney King. So it was pretty close. You could have very well made a case for 1-1 going into the third with the open scoring that uh, Kansas provides, right? So then Chelsea didn't want to take any chances and very intelligently took Courtney down. 
kept, kept top control almost the entire third round, giving her the very clear two rounds to one. I would have probably given her two rounds, I mean, three rounds to nothing. But Chelsea Chandler won. She got the UD3 in that one. She called out, you know, getting herself a title shot or getting the move up to the UFC. So we'll definitely see what happens for her. Courtney King, I think, will be back. She had a good showing for herself as well. All right, let's get into our main event, which was the 115-pound belt was on the line between Emily Ducote versus Alicia Zaptilia. Alicia was the former Atomweight champion, moving her way up to 115 pounds. So what was interesting about this fight was even – even though Emily Ducote is not tall by any stretch of the imagination, Alicia looked really, really undersized for 115 pounds. <clears throat> there were times where they were they were exchanging, and, and, and the kicks that Alicia was throwing and the punches were way short. I mean, six, eight inches short, not, nowhere near being able to connect. Uh, Emily did a very good job of keeping distance, using her height and her reach, not just on the arms, but the legs. She had an early straight right hand that really seemed to be coming early and often on Alicia. Um, Alicia's Zapatilia's shot in, which she's very good at. She had a really she's a very quick and explosive double. Emily did a very good job of sprawling out. A nice couple of uh, right combos. So she would start with the right and then finish with the left for uh for Alicia Zapatilia that did finally start to land when they were getting a little bit more inside, right? Because, again, from distance, she was having a very hard time with the reach of Emily. She did get a couple of uh, combinations in once she got inside. Then Emily started landing lots of twos. So that straight right hand, that two, the two, the two, really starting to hit and connect on Alicia. Um, at one point, there was definitely a hard hook. I think it was a left hook, but it went across. So it cut Alicia's eye right on the eyelid, which was very, it's in a very unusual spot to get a cut. And it's a very detrimental spot to get a cut. So she started bleeding from the eyelid. She was having a very hard time seeing. <clears throat> when, when, when the referee and the doctors were looking at her in between rounds, you could tell she was having a very hard time seeing out of that cut eye. So the unfortunate part was, you know, the in between rounds after the extensive looking at by the doctor and by the um, by the team, she could not continue. So that's technically a TKO for Emily Ducote in the second round. In between rounds, RTD is what they call it in boxing. You know, uh, retired in between rounds. So. Emily Ducote retains her 115-pound belt. Alicia Zaptelia, you know, she's going to have to heal up. And then I'm assuming she's going to stay at 115 because I think the the plan of attack is to, you know, win the 115-pound belt at some point and then be able to transition into the UFC or Bellator, you know. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. So basically, we're going to do a Rhino's Drop of the Night for this one. And we do not have to – we don't have to include the music because that's for Drea, you know. But Rhino's Drop of the Night is definitely – Jillian DeCourcy, holy shit. What an incredible right hand on Lindsey Van Zandt. The first round KO, I mean, it, it electrified the place, right? I've been giving the fight of the night, for me, <clears throat> the most exciting from start to finish was Serena DeJesus versus uh, versus Brittany, um, Brittany Cloudy. That one was a really fun, very reminiscent of a Muay Thai fight. Lots of inside, dirty boxing, clinching. It was a fun fight that both those girls put on a great show. And now, like to kind of clarify what I thought of as far as the atmosphere goes, and kind of that that whole scene. First of all, the production value top tier over that are Invicta. You know, the venue was size appropriate. Uh, I wish there was a few more fans there. It looked like we were about half capacity. I'm just guessing, um, but I hope that you know the fans not only in the area but that come from out of town come on and check out an Invicta show. Um, 
it's a it's a fantastic atmosphere. You know, Julie Kedzie and Megan Anderson and uh, Eve Edwards are all on the on the media team. There was fantastic lighting and music and entrances and everything was really top notch. I very much enjoyed. Uh, the production value on both sides uh, of the arena. You can see everything wonderful. There was big screens up everywhere. It was a really, really well done. Uh, it flowed very nicely. I've got nothing but good things to say about how the show went off. Shannon Knapp has a fantastic organization over there. I really, you know, I would, I would really suggest and, um, you know, give my recommendation to anybody who's in the area or not too far away. Definitely go check them out in person. Of course, they're on, uh, they're on YouTube on their Wednesday night cards. Definitely give them a check out. Fantastic, high level MMA, wonderful atmosphere. Really, really fun. And, you know, WMMA, is they're fighting from behind, right? Men's MMA has had a long head start. Um, and this and Invicta is so important, not just for women's MMA, but for I think for MMA as a whole. Because the more fighters that we get through these systems, so not just Invicta, but the LFA and CES and Cage Warriors and Titans and everybody else who are on these bigger regional promotions – it just strengthens and betters the sport as they ascend to the next levels, right? So you catch them when you can on this one. You know, tickets were very reasonably priced. This is a this is one of those things you could absolutely take the family to. Um, again, nonstop action, really fun, really well matched fights, awesome, awesome overall experience. So for me, I'm definitely giving the experience a super two thumbs up or one horn up for the rhino, right? And uh, it, again, wonderful experience. Can't wait for you guys to check out their next show, which is coming in July. It's going to be fantastic. So yeah, absolutely. Check out Invicta. Uh, Invicta 47 was an awesome, awesome uh, experience. And check out Invicta next time they're either in your area or on YouTube on Wednesday nights when they have their shows. So thank you very much for tuning in to the bonus episode. Shout out to Invicta, Shannon App, and everybody else involved. And we will see you next week. Kate Sun!